and we record it. Yes, sir. We are here back with another banger, banger, banger video from the Dynasties podcast. I am one of your hosts, your boy Darius Capers, aka Kung Fu Kate on the Twitch, aka Darius underscore Capers on all the social medias, man. And we got a full house today, man. I'm gonna pass yeah. it. I'm gonna pass it around the room so I can talk to everybody so they can introduce themselves. I'm sure if you've been listening. By this point, you already know who all we are, but I'm still going to let them introduce themselves because they've deserved that respect. So, Kurt, I'm going to let you want to introduce yourself to the people, man. Yeah, you already know. It's your boy, Kurt. And I am King Vincent on everything you can find me on. We're here to get right. Holla at me. Yes, sir. Alex, I need you to introduce yourself next, my boy. Yo, I got my makeshift mic for the people. What's up, folks? What's up? It's your boy, Alex Reed, the king, the king to be. Um, Follow me at 102-G-O-L-D-B-A-N-Z underscore. That's on Instagram in the highest order. If you want to run with me, be prepared to hoop, prepared, be prepared to shoot. I'm running Call of Duty 2K um, and even GTA. Um, and you can find me, the highest order. On Twitch, that's also my PSN. Fuck with me. And last but definitely not least, our Super Bowl participant himself, our Kansas City Chiefs extraordinaire, Henry going to introduce stuff to the people, man. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, we are on the precipice of greatness this evening. You're talking to your favorite OC, the neighborhood hope dealer, the guy who brings the goods to the people who need it, the man with the plan, big dog himself, Captain Hennessy on the mic. It is your boy. It is your friend. It is your dog, Henry Capers. I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody's blessed. You can always check me out at Long Live My Reign, all caps on IG. You can also check me out on the Capers Cares Foundation because we're always doing work in the city. We're always hustling and bustling. we taking care of some kids this weekend at the uh, the state level uh, middle school. I'm still trying to figure out the name. I just got the partnership yesterday. But we taking care of some kids at the state level, national middle school combine this weekend, football players. Them little jits finna go out there and go crazy the national combine this weekend. So if you want to tap in, if you want to see what these young future leaders got, Going next is some great talent coming out of the state of North Carolina playing some football, man. Tap in with me. Yeah. Yes, sir. And this is yeah. the amazing cast that I have on our episode today, man. And this is Super our- Bowl episode. I need you to say that because <laughs> my boys are in the Super Bowl. Oh, man. Yes. Like Henry said, this is yes. our Super Bowl episode. Yes. 
Yes, you are hearing that correctly. The Dynasteers podcast has went through an entire NFL season. Whole 18 season. weeks of the greatest athletes in the world going at it on the gridiron, scoring touchdowns, catching interceptions, doing all of those things that studs do on the football field. And we are tremendously grateful to be able to be here to bring y'all the last the last game, the biggest game of the year and give y'all our predictions, give us, give y'all our analysis, give y'all all of the information that we have and that we've researched to give to y'all today, man. So like Henry said, man, his Kansas City Chiefs are in the Super Bowl this year, man. Yeah, I know at the beginning of the season, I predicted my Jets would be there. I know Alex predicted his commanders will be there. I know Kurt predicted his Colts will be there. Uh, only one even, of us. Hey, look. Hey, uh, look. I don't even know if I said that. I, I wouldn't be my right I don't mind. know if I said that. <laughs> I don't know if I said that. I told y'all. Hey, look, I told y'all. It was a lot of drinking on this podcast. Yeah. I'm telling yeah, you. Listen, I, I know for sure on that one, I had to have a couple listen. shots to do say. Listen, listeners, let me tell y'all something. It was a lot of AA support meetings that Alex, Darius, and Justin had to participate in because they really sucked this year. They all, every one of their teams collectively was bad this year. Alex's team probably had the best season in my mind, That's but I think that the Jets. I think the Jets had the best athletes. That's res- I was gonna say. Put respect. I put, on I put some respect because, on it. I put some respect on it. Because now, as far as the Colts, look. As far as the Colts. Oh, go ahead, my fault. I know. I was gonna say, as far as the coats, I think that y'all had the coolest colors, but I think we just that's like that's the best that y'all day. So all in in a nutshell, we ain't had nothing going. No, y'all ain't had no. Y'all wasn't doing nothing. Y'all brought in Jeff Saturday, and y'all thought he was white Jesus, and it was not going like right, not happening. Kurt, I'll be honest with you, man. Out of every team. The Colts might have been the biggest disappointment just because oh, of what? Yeah. I won't disappoint. I knew this shit was gonna happen. <laughs> hey, look, boy, look, look, Jonathan this is going down. Jonathan Taylor was such a stud last year yeah. that we all expected him to repeat that. I know I did, but yeah. he just my Jets were the biggest. Jonathan surprise. Taylor might he might not be a Colt next year. I wouldn't be surprised after next season if he I do this again. They look nah, crazy. Nah, they look crazy. They gonna bring him bro, back, bro. bro running backs come a dime a dozen in this league, bro. You think I'm gonna stick with a running back who had one good season? He's had one good season. He didn't just have a good season. He had the best season. He led the NFL in rushing yards. You see that boy gonna end up somewhere that's like easy Atlanta. to do when y'all run the ball. Atlanta? Wow. That boy gonna end up somewhere like Atlanta. Oh man, yeah. Look, hey. If the Jets want to go after Jonathan Taylor, I'd be happy. I'd take him. Him what and Brad Walsh. go to the Jets. He ain't playing. Both well. of them. We can go two backs. Breeson. Yeah, you, you go to the Jets to end your career, actually. I, I'm telling you, thank y'all. That's the Jets true. is a retirement. Yeah, that, I mean, I can say that. And then you go to Washington and never get your career started. So. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Bro, the Jets, the Jets are a retirement <laughs> home. Hold the Washington up. Commanders Wait a minute. Like, Wait a minute. Are, are we gonna are we gonna act like the Kansas City Chiefs did not have one of the greatest tight ends of all time to play and they didn't do nothing? Hey, <laughs> but that's that's different times though. Look at that coaching. Oh, like you can't bro, you can't time. bro, you can't tell me who that coach was back then with Tony Gonzalez. Hey, and I mean, and what did Tony G win? He never won a Super Bowl. It's not like he left us and went and did something great. 
Like y'all about as toxic as the Philadelphia fans, bro. Oh my gosh, you're tripping, bro. When Tony G went to Atlanta, he was still that guy. That's all I I agree. I agree. I think he was still a stud, but I just don't think he was what y'all making him seem. Since we've had Andy Reid, Andy Reid in my mind is the is the best coach in football right now. It's hard to Philly gonna win the Super Bowl. That's all I know. Ah, you know, as much as a lot of people want to say that. I'm on here to tell you why Kansas City is going to win this ball game. So when the rise pops off the questions, I'm getting ready. I'm going to eat niggas. That man, that man, that man, Henry done had a leader of uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 dancing with the hen dog because it's on tomorrow. <laughs> hey, side note, real quick before we get too started, get too far in the show, I definitely want a big shout out. So, you know, I got to shout out all my guys on here, man. I know we usually do this at the end. I got to shout out all my guys, man. My boy Kurt is doing his thing. So much love to my dog. My dog is killing it. He's eating up the game right now. I'm not going to put his business on blast, but he's got some things he's working on. So I, my boy's killing it right now. Alex, I don't know. Like, Alex has been in the gym recently. I mean, me and Alex follow each other closely on social media. So I know he's been in the gym. And, like, I'm proud because Alex is on here with his wife, Peter Ron. I'm about to say, that's why he's he seeing you. Like like, Alex <laughs> on here looks like 50 Cent, though. Alex hey, like 50 Cent on this joint. Hey, I'm not gonna lie to you. He got the he got the fifty like the 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 uneck that Fifty Cent used to wear a meter on. Yeah, I see you, bro. Like, hey, oh, we, we get to we get to another episode. He could be looking yeah. like Melvin from Baby Boy up there. Sure is. Yeah, he could be choking. He could be choking step kids out for no hey, reason. Alex, like, hey, Alex, what? what? Hey, Alex, mini men. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna be on there talking about that. Take you to the candy shop. Like, oh. <laughs> like relax, like, relax. Oh, hey, and big man. shout outs and big shout outs, big shout outs to you, bub dog. I'm not gonna lie to you. You've been carrying the ship the whole year, dog. You said it, and we gotta shout you out. I gotta, I gotta say, gotta give flowers where flowers are due. Thanks to Darius. Darius got our YouTube page going. Viewers, if y'all don't know, listeners, if y'all don't know. We've had over the last six weeks almost 20,000 views on all of our YouTube shorts total. I mean, numbers numbers have gone through the roof. Like, who would have thought that five kids from the hood would have got together, like, put something together like this where we talk sports? Who would have thought that people would have been listening and watching our content? And so, Darius, this is your project. This is your idea. I tell you that all the time, bro. So I got to tip my hat. So love to you, bro. Because we're doing big things right now. We're doing big numbers. And so that's also a nice plug to say, make sure that you're following, subscribing, and sharing our content. Because we are giving away Dreamville tickets. And we would like for you to go see Jermaine Cole and the rest of the Dreamville gang. So make sure you follow, like, and share. Be sure to tap in, y'all. Yeah. Jermaine Cole. Cole. K-O-D. K-O-D. He ain't on that whole. Album of the year. I just I wanna I wanna just say thank you to you boys, man, for you guys making time for me, man. I know, like you said, but y'all boys are busy people, man. Alex, you you going back to school, Kurt, Henry, y'all boys is working trying to make this bread touching six figures annually, man. So I appreciate I wish look that ain't me, Jack. That's Curtis. That's Curtis. Curtis. Curtis, yeah, yeah, that's Curtis. I just sure, appreciate y'all for making time for me, man. And, and y'all busy schedules, man, because this is what I love to do. I love to talk sports, man. You know, yeah. Alex and I will just be on the phone for about an hour or two just talking basketball, talking football. And it's just – it just – it progressed into this. Henry, you know, 
you, me, and Kurt, we're in the Dynasty League together, man. It's just progressed into this. We always talk sports. So I just appreciate y'all for making time. And by the way, I got one of Tony Gonzalez's coaches. Herm Edwards is one of his coaches, by the way. I want to oh, say that. Oh, hey, hold on, I know hold on, hold on, Herm Edwards on. is one of them coaches, by the way. Hey, let me tell you something. And Herm was with us, what, two seasons? It was three. Man, they bounced Herm. So, man, listen, uh, we talked about it in a couple episodes back, right? <laughs> they do Herm. Herm Edwards is one of those people that, like, I think he needs to, like, start bringing a gun with him to work. Because they do Herm crazy. Did y'all see how they fired him at Arizona State? Like, he didn't make it off the field. Dog, I don't know if y'all saw this. The AD and the sheriff walked up on him. And they was like, yeah, my man, like, ain't even no need for you to go back in the locker room. Like, the, the guys, they're going to be fine. <laughs> we, we sent them in there with the other coaches. Hey, you just bro. don't even go back in there. Look, bro, my man, in three seasons, my man Herm had a total of 15 wins, bro. So he averaged oh. five wins. God, five wins? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? That boy Andy ain't had less than 11 wins in Kansas City yeah. yet. So, and, and Henry mentioning oh, Andy Reid, Kansas City is a perfect segue, oh. man. This is why we're here for y'all today, man. We want to talk to y'all about the granddaddy of them all. They call that the Rose Bowl, but it's really the Super Bowl, man. The granddaddy game of them all, man. Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Tomorrow. By the time y'all hear this, it'll be the same day, but we're recording this on Saturday, so it will be tomorrow at 6.30 p.m., kicking off on Fox, man. It will be a showdown for the ages. One of the best defenses we've ever seen play this game. I, I believe they broke the sack record this season, Philadelphia Eagles versus 51 sacks. 51. I thought it was 70. I thought it was 70. Oh, 51 sacks on nine blitzes. I'm sorry. I got my nose oh, messed up. No, no, you're good. Because that, that, I, I know that's fine, though, because 51, 51 sacks on non-blitzing plays means they only sent four. insane. That means they've sent <clears> their <throat> four, four down linemen, and they've gotten to the quarterback 51 times. 70 total sacks on the season is insane. They've had five-plus guys have double-digit sacks this season versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Hey, Darius, I think you made hey. this, am, am I muted? Can y'all hear me? Oh, I muted, y'all. Sorry. Okay, y'all. versus – Versus the number one offense in football. Patrick Mahomes had the most total yards this season out of any quarterback. And that's just elite to say. So it's really the showdown of the best defense versus the best offense. So yeah. I'm going to just pass it around to get initial thoughts. Alex, you seem like you're chomping at the bit, bro. What you got to think about this game, man? Hey, man, as much as I want to go with Pat Mahomes, I really think the Eagles are going to win because of what you just said. The defense is outstanding. It's probably the best defense I've seen in about a decade, man. We're looking at five guys on the Eagles um, that are the only five players, you know, the five players in the league with 35 pressures this season. And we got Hassan Reddick, Javon Hargrove, Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham, and Frederick Cox. And um, Pastor Mahomes, basically on one leg, has to deal with those five guys. And we were just talking about on uh, 51 Sacks on non-blitz plays. That's four mans attacking you. That you got five with these guys, and, and you got guys like Fletcher Cox that have been there since the 2017 uh, Eagles Super Bowl. That was a key component in why they actually won the Super Bowl. So not only do you have veteran leadership, but you got people that's performing at a high level. That's going to get Mahomes. Now Mahomes is the best quarterback outside of Tom Brady that I feel like I've ever seen in my life. Um, 
that's no disrespect to uh to Aaron Rodgers or Peyton Manning or anything, but um he's got a lot to deal with because he's a great pocket passer, as we saw that uh, about two weeks ago, um, versus the Cincinnati Bengals. But this this that Bengals defense wasn't this uh this Eagles offense uh defense. Um he's on one leg. I haven't heard much updates about the ankle sprain, the high ankle sprain. I do know that's an incredibly difficult injury to be mobile with. Um, but he's going to have to find some ways because it seems like the Eagles all season, their bread and butter has been getting to the quarterback. As we said, the 70s, uh, the 70 uh, sacks and they've recorded. And that, that, that even if you get out of the pocket, even if you don't get uh, tackled by Hargrave, uh, Sweat, uh, Fletcher Cox, you still got Darius Slay out there patrolling. You got the safeties out there. So it's going to be, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But if Pat Mahomes can win the Super Bowl, I'm here to tell you guys that he goes up on the all-time quarterback ladder. But I got the Eagles. Right. And see, so Alex already given his prediction earlier, man, he has the Eagles because of that defense. But he didn't even mention that offense. Jalen Hurts, 35 total touchdowns this season. Jalen Hurts has been a world beater when he's played. 14-1 and as a starting quarterback this season. That's crazy, man. He's, he's played out of his mind. I'm I'm not going to go to Henry yet because I'm pretty sure I can guess who he's going to choose in his analysis of the Super Bowl game. So, Kurt, I'm going to pitch it to you, man. What is your analysis initially of this Super Bowl game with the Chiefs versus the Eagles? So, initially, um, initially, I, I'm going to just say off the, the beginning, I was just talking junk because I know Henry's a, a Chiefs fan. But <laughs> realistically, I I know for sure. I think my biggest thing here is not even the best defense or the best offense. I think Kansas City being seasoned in this type of environment will show in this Super Bowl. Now, Philly has a great team on both sides of the ball, but so does Kansas City. But they've been in this situation before, so they'll come out. Everybody has jitters, but I think they'll get rid of those faster. Now, if they can get on a roll early, because we all know Kansas City is a big second-half team, but if they can jump out early in the first half, I don't see Philly getting a chance. I don't care what they do. Now, you still have Pat Mahomes, but you also have, you know, Travis Kills, who I don't know, you know, how you contain him. That's the person you go to, even from a defensive standpoint. Philly has a great offense, but Kansas City is good enough to where they can make them make mistakes because they're young in this environment. They've been there. They had a good year, but Kansas City is oh, – that was me. No, that was me, my fault. Oh, my fault, my fault. Oh, yeah, but Kansas City, my biggest takeaway is the the veteran players and the people that are used to this environment will win the football game because they know they know not to panic. So in those situations, they'll take control, and those leaders are really got the younger guys they have on that defense and offense to a win. Philly, I like you. You cool. It was all good, but Kansas City been here a lot, and they know what to do. And Pat Mahomes know how to win. I don't care if he's laying sideways, throwing a pass 100 yards down the field, or he's just sitting in the pocket. He's going to get a play done. I mean, you know, Jalen Hurts will too, but I don't see Philly having the experience to win this football game. From a player standpoint and a coaching standpoint, I think Andy Reid, like Henry said, is like one of about probably, but I can't say probably, he's the best coach in the NFL right now. I'll give him that. So it's chess, not checkers. Right. Now I see where you're coming from, Kurt, in terms of Nick Chirani. He's what, a second year head coach? Yeah. This is this is his first time being in the big situation like this. I mean, last year in the playoffs, they lost to Tampa Bay in the first round. So right. they didn't even have a chance to 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 deal with the 
playoff beast that is the Super Bowl or the conference championship right. like they have this season. I mean, they've they've went through that pretty perfectly this season. But man, you also mentioned Travis Kelce, first team All Pro tight end. Man, he's 110 catches. 1,338 yards, 12 touchdowns. He led the Kansas City Chiefs in receptions, targets, yards, and touchdowns at the tight end spot. So he's showing that as a tight end, I can be the number one option. So, I mean, with him and Mahomes, that's dang near the best one-two punch in the league still. I mean, even with the Joe Burrow and the Jamar Chase, even with the Josh Allen and a, and a Stephon Diggs, I mean, it, and those numbers are coming better. from him being double teamed. He's exactly. not getting a lot of one on one action. He's getting those numbers with two men covering him at all times. Exactly. So, so I mean, he he's showing that he and Mahomes will still get the job done regardless of who's guarding them, regardless of who they're playing, when they're playing, no matter what. So I mean, it. I, I definitely see where you're coming from. Uh, I would be remiss if I don't pitch it to the. The, on, the the Chiefs fan on this panel, so I'm gonna go ahead and pitch it to Mr. Kansas City himself, Henry. Oh, What's your initial analysis of this game, man? Uh, so my initial analysis of this game is that I think it's gonna be one of the better Super Bowls that we've seen in a long time. I think this is gonna be a really good game, and I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. And this is why I believe Kansas City will win that ball game. Because one of the issues that we've seen across football is that there is not many teams that can go pound for pound with the Kansas City offense. And I think that Kansas City is going to do a really good job of protecting Pat Mahomes. Do y'all know how many times Pat Mahomes Pat Mahomes has played games where he's been sacked multiple times, one or more sacks? Y'all know how many times this season in regular season uh, football? Just take given, a that, given that he can maneuver, I say probably just two. Take a guess. He has been sacked in multiple games. He's had multiple game sacks eight different times this year. And that's two or more sacks eight different times in the regular season. Do you know how many of those games he won? I would probably say eight of those games. He won six of those games. He won six of those games. The two teams that got to him multiple times are either not in the playoffs or he beat to get into the Super Bowl. And that was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and that was also the Cincinnati Bengals. And so I don't think pressure is going to be an issue for Patrick Mahomes as much as people are thinking, because I know that Patrick knows he's going to have to have a mobile pocket. He's going to have to redirect. The, the, The NFL pocket is usually behind the five offensive linemen, but we've seen Patrick Mahomes be able to create pockets outside of the offensive lineman protection that I think can now establish him in this type of game. And if I think if that happens, I don't think it really matters. You gave a really good stat, Alex, on non-pass rushing plays. The Eagles have sacked quarterbacks, what, 51 times? Yes. I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you they're going to need to send more than four. They're going to need to send more than four regularly tomorrow. And if you send more than four, that now creates opportunities in your coverage downfield that puts Patrick Mahomes in that position where he can make the plays that he wants. And here's also why I think that we are in a really good chance to win this ball game tomorrow, because look at what we were able to do against the Cincinnati Bengals, who once they entered the playoffs was typically everybody's like, the Bengals were the team that everybody was hanging their hat on. 
because we saw that Josh Allen had ended the last five or six games of the season, creating a series of turnovers. Whereas at the beginning of the year, we thought he was a bona fide front runner, right? We saw that there were some other teams. We knew Philly was probably going to be here because Philly had such a really good stretch of football throughout the entirety of the season, right? But on the AFC side, they were they were not hanging their hat on Kansas City, but Kansas City of the playoff teams that made it for the AFC had the most experience in recent times. More experienced than Buffalo, more experienced than the Ravens, more experienced than Cincinnati, right? So we have created now this idea that when we get to the game, we're going to make the plays. And I think that's what's going to set us apart. I think Cincinnati, I think that Philly, excuse me, still has a little bit of time. If Philly lets us play football tomorrow, if Philly doesn't make this a defensive game and they diminish the fire of our offense with the quickness, this, this is going to be game over. Because I am not sold on Jalen Hurts' ability to throw the football with that shoulder injury. I think that he's still hurt. I think that's why they lean so heavily on his running ability throughout the year. And so when you pitch it back to me, I got another stat for y'all that I'm going to blow y'all mind with. I do have a question, though, for Henry. Um, Because you're talking about, you know, Pat Mahomes. And I'm just, I know for the Cincinnati, he threw for over 300 yards. That was a dog fight. Um, but I feel like with the Eagles, you're going to have to beat them with the short pass. And I don't know if the Chiefs can beat this Eagles team with the short pass. So if you can't – because they're going to put their best – you want to call them, who's the who's the uh, receiver that they're playing tomorrow that's the best? Is it Juju? You're putting Darius Slay on him. I would say Juju or Scantley. Juju or Scantley. Okay. So, yeah. so you're definitely, they're definitely putting um, – Lay on Juju. That's going to pretty much negate his impact. Are you positive? I know it's. I know they're Super Bowl champions, but are you positive that this Philadelphia defense cannot stop that one-two punch that you're talking about? Because they can stop that, they're going to win the football game. Yeah, but see, here's the thing: everybody is leaning so much on right, and I'm getting ready to tell you who's going to be the X factor tomorrow's game. Everybody wants me to give this big answer that says the X factor is going to be Travis Kelsey. Or uh, or or Marquez Scantley. Everybody wants me to say, "Oh, Juju's gonna have this big game," or they even want me to yell out Prosecco. Prosecco's. These are gonna be guys that are gonna be key contributors. But do you want to know who's gonna have the game of their life tomorrow? I can bet my hat on it. My Some guy Fortson. Oh, Fortson. <laughs> oh, wow. And this is why. Here is why. I'm getting ready to blow y'all mind. I'm getting ready to blow y'all mind. Right. Fortson is a tight end converted he's a receiver converted tight end and so do not be surprised if tomorrow you don't see multiple tight end sets where we've got Travis Kels, Noah Gray and Fortson on the field and watch what's going to happen because we have those type of situations the defensive coverage is going to squeeze down we're going to be able to have some more outside type lanes we're going to make some things happen for us in the passing game just because we're going to have more people on the line of scrimmage trying to get to us with more people on the line of scrimmage, is going to be hard to do rather than if we spread out and went five receivers across the board. That's where the challenge lies. And so I think that tomorrow's game, you're going to see a name. I think Fortson is going to be that name that when y'all walk away, y'all going to be like, that boy, how many, how many yards? He had how many touchdowns? Watch well, what I tell y'all. And y'all going to be shocked because if he put one in the end zone, y'all going to see me enter the chat and y'all going to be like, ah, he, he was right again. He was, watch what I tell y'all. He was right again. Why do I tell you? It's coming. Travis Kills is going to win that game for y'all. 
He's gonna have oh, oh, I'm not saying he's I'm not saying he's not, but what's gonna have to happen is we know in quarters one and two, Travis Kelsey is the focus. Oh, for sure. Because when they go into halftime, they're gonna have to adjust to whoever became the new answer. You get what I'm saying? And so then I think he's gonna be able to have some wiggle room in the third quarter. He's a fourth quarter guy. Travis Kelsey is a fourth quarter energizer. He makes your offense just that much better because it seems like he finds that second and third and fourth win in the fourth quarter. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think that's what's going to happen. I'll be honest with y'all boys, man. I've heard y'all mention, all three of you guys mentioned offense first. I personally think this is going to be a defensive game. And maybe I'm crazy for thinking that, bro. But I look at y'all defense in Kansas City. First off, I look at the, the Philadelphia Eagles defense, like Alex mentioned. Man, 51 sacks on four rushers, on, on, on front four rushers, outlandish. 70 sacks on the season total, outlandish. They, they broke the single sack record. It's, it's crazy for how great Philadelphia was on defense. But I also look at a Kansas City defense that has been tremendously underrated all season. Yes, sir. With hey, young defensive backs, I might Young add. defensive backs, young linebackers. Sure. Nick Bolton was not a all-pro when he finished this season with 180 tackles, two sacks, and two interceptions on this season. There is no way he did not make an all-pro team either first or second. There is no reason LeJarrius Sneed did not make the all-pro team at the DB spot, whether it be the nickel corner or an outside corner with 108 tackles, with a forced fumble, with three interceptions, and with two sacks. A three and a half sacks, excuse me. It just makes no sense that you guys did not have more than one first team or more than one all-pro on y'all defense. The only all-pro was Chris Jones because he had his career high in sacks, 15 and a half, because you guys switched him around and D-tackle, D-end. You guys mm-hmm. did a lot of stuff with him. You guys could have had three to four all-pros on this defense. This defense is good, a, a lot better than people give them credit for. Exactly. And if you want to be honest, we have the best defensive player playing in the Super Bowl on our team. Chris Jones is the best defensive player that will touch that field tomorrow. And, and I while would say people, Nick Bolton's a close number two. With and Nick Bolton is a close year. number two. While Hassan, while Hassan Reddick is really a ball player, and I mean his name was on defensive a defensive player of the year list. While he's a ball player, I think he would be tied for number two. But – if you want to talk about it, I think that while you, while they have a collection of pass rush, we have the best defensive player, and I think that that's what's going to set us apart. And I think that that matchup between Chris Jones and and Jason Kelsey is going to be a really good matchup to watch tomorrow, because I'm just I'm just high on Jason Kelsey as a former college offensive lineman, as a college center. I just think he just plays the game the right way, and uh, I'll I'll love to see what that battle looks like. So he truly does, bro, and yeah. and just. I could, like I said, I could see this being a defensive game, man. Y'all defense is is drastically underrated, man. And y'all have a lot of talent on this defense. I could truly see y'all defense stepping up and, and forcing a turnover, forcing two turnovers on Jalen Hurts, making it tough on that Eagles offense who's really ran the ball with tremendous efficiency this season because they've been the best running team for all this year. Jalen yeah. Hurts having over 700 rushing yards. Miles Sanders, a guy that a lot of people consider to be a bust, had over 1,100 rushing yards this season and over 10 touchdowns. Like, he showed himself to be the second-round pick that people 
people thought he'd be when he came out of Penn State when he got drafted along with Saquon Barkley. So I can definitely see this being a 17-14 Super Bowl, a 21-18 Super Bowl, a 24-21 Super Bowl, just because it's two hey, really good defenses. Hey, they keep I, think, I think Philly, I think yeah, the most Philly puts up, I think the most Philly will put up is like 23, but I think Kansas City gonna get in at 30 bucks. Yeah, so, it, wow. If Philly keeps I it think close. the score gonna end up being like 31-ish to like 23, 21, some something like that, 17. I can see the game being that. Okay, I, see, I see them scoring twice and just getting a few field goals. I see Kansas City putting about four of them up, getting an extra point here, like a field goal here or there. I feel like it's going to be like 30-something to maybe 17. Okay, and so, see, Kurt, I'm glad you mentioned that because that was the next question I had for you boys. I, I kind of want to hear y'all pick a winner. I'll let you start with you, Kurt, but pick a winner and give me the score of the game. Like you yeah. said, you said Kansas City, and, and what's the score you're looking at? So I got Kansas City, and I'll my score, just to keep a solid number, I said 34 because I see them scoring. Beginning. They, you know, they've been kicking a couple field goals, so 34. Uh Wait, yeah. Wait, is that 34? Yeah, 34. And I'll say 17, bro. Like 17 or 20. Like, I I see them scoring. I don't see them putting up a lot of points. I I see Kansas City as experienced. And I've seen Philly all year. I've seen them win, but they're predictable. I sit here and call their games like I'm playing Madden when I'm watching them play. So they're going to have to think outside the box. And I don't know if that it, it might be too late for that, you know. Like you know, you gonna have to figure right. that out. You should have figured that out a couple weeks ago. Exactly. You should have been playing for the you planning for the Super Bowl. And then I and I, that's no shake on Philly. Philly has a great team, but I'm gonna hang my hat on the fact that experience. Like Andy Reid is a is a great coach. Anybody would love to have him because he knows how to scheme his way to win a game. Like a, a, a good coach will not have the best players and still win a game. How many? times that the Patriots won a Super Bowl and didn't have the best overall team. They've done it plenty of times. Bill Belichick is a great coach. So they can do the same thing here. Like that coach is young and you know he can't help that but I I think he's able to make calls you know make decisions in certain situations that'll give them that boost they need and you know once momentum get going in Kansas City way it's kind of hard to stop that train when it start going because when they when he start putting up points like they go for blood like like yeah. They, it can, they can really put up 14 at halftime and then score 30 points in the second half. Like I, you didn't seen it before. Like, so I, I see 34 to 17 or 20. I just say 34 to seven. I'll say 34 to 20. I, I'll, I'll keep it there. 34, 20. And, and one of the things you mentioned, Kurt, that I definitely want to highlight is the fact that the Kansas city chiefs, besides Mahomes and Kelsey, if, if we're ranking the top 10 players in this game, let's just say just, you know, Alex, we like to do that for basketball, top tens. There's only probably three Kansas City Chiefs that crack that top ten, and that's Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and then Chris Jones. Maybe Nick Bolton if we're being that generous, but even then, T.J. Edwards for the Philadelphia Eagles has also had a great season, 157 tackles, 159 tackles, excuse me, two sacks. He hasn't had an interception like, like Nick Bolton, but he's also had a tremendous season. If we're ranking the top 10 players, the Chiefs are only guaranteed three guys right. out of 10. So that that just shows the greatness of Andy Reid, like you said, bro, to have a, I'm not going to say far superior, well, far less team, but his team isn't as good as the Philadelphia Eagles team on paper. 
Oh, on paper, no. there. And so that really just shows how great of a coach Andy Reid is, bro. So that's a tremendous point. I really want to highlight that. Um, Alex, I want to go to you next, bro. If if you were to give me a winner and give me a score prediction, who are you rocking with and what's the predicted score for the game for you? Um, I want to make a quick point before I do that. I, first, I, I got the Eagles. Um, but my quick point is Andy Reid used to be a coach of the Eagles. He was a coach for the Eagles for about 14 years. I think there's going to be some payback to uh, to be had on that side. But um, I got the Eagles winning. I agree. I, I think it's going to be a high-scoring, not 38-7 to 7 like they did the Giants. I think it's going to be more along the lines of like 30-24 to 24 or something like that, 31-24, to 24, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Come in within a field goal of a, or a touchdown late in the fourth quarter. I think that's that's when the last touchdown for the um, Eagles would be. But Henry, um, just some, just something I want to say, bro. Uh, I hope y'all don't let. I hope y'all do not let the Eagles get ahead of y'all two touchdowns at halftime because it's going to be very, very, very hard to come back on the Eagles down two touchdowns. But I got a question, Alex. What payback are they getting? You, they, they, fired, they fired Andy Reid. Right, they fired him. Like they fired him. Like what? Right. And then, like, even with the payback, you gonna get that payback with a two-year coach, right? Hey, you could. Because we, we fired y'all, coach. He was our he was our quarterback coach. We let him go because he couldn't. He wasn't getting it done. I gotta right. I gotta see this. Hey, look, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I gotta see this. Uh, I gotta see this this payback though. I, I want to see it. I think it's gonna be some payback ahead because yeah, he took the Eagles to the Super Bowl when they went against. Brady in 04, and they lost with him as the coach. So, right. um, he's a brilliant hey, offensive look, This is going to be a great game tomorrow. It's going to be a good game. I ain't going to lie to you. It's going to be a good game. Be- I, I, I see what you're saying, Alex. The, the, the Eagles, they want it back in blood because it's like, so you won't good enough to win us the Super Bowl, but you good enough to win Kansas City the Super Bowl. What they you got, got that we don't got. Exactly. So, that's fine. Hey, look. Hey, that's fine. Hey, that's all fine and dandy. But how many, how many people you know back from where you from? They got all this right here, but get leaned every time they fight. Oh, for you sure. can't talk about it. You got to, you got to do something. Yeah, they can sure. talk about it. They can say they want to get that lick back. They can get it. They can say they want it back in blood. But hey, when that man start, hey, when that man start whooping on you and you can't do nothing about it, then what? Look, the only yeah. blood, the only blood that be leaking be their lip at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like I said, man, I went with Alex and Kurt first just because I felt like they were a little less unpredictable. But, Henry, we're going to pitch it to you, man. I feel like I know where you're going. I already know I know where you're going in terms of prediction. But the score is what I want to hear. Who do you have winning the Super Bowl, and what is your prediction score? Ladies and gentlemen, let me paint the picture for you because uh, as it has been unbiasedly said, Henry has been right about almost everything this season. I'm just good like that, right? So I'm getting ready to break this thing down for you. This is how it's going to go. Let me get my notes together, Alex. All right, here we go. So this is what's going to happen. Philly's going to come into the game. They're going to receive the ball first. Philly's going to get the ball first tomorrow. I'm going to call that. So if y'all play some bets, if you're listening to this, go ahead and place bets. Philly's going to get the ball first. Oh, man. Wow. I'm feeding y'all the answers. I'm feeding y'all the answers. Here we go. I'm feeding y'all the answers. Y'all get ready. 
Philly's going to get the ball first, right? By the end of the first quarter, the score is going to be 7-7. I think it's going to be a really good first quarter. By the end of the second quarter, going into halftime, the Philadelphia Eagles will be up 17-14 going into half. Coming out of halftime, something huge is going to happen for Kansas City. I don't know if it's going to be a kick return for a touchdown. I don't know if it's going to be a big play in the first drive coming out of halftime on something trickery, but you can go ahead and bet your dollar that that's going to happen. And I think KC runs away with the third quarter. We're putting up 10 points in the third quarter, whereas Philly does not score because I think what happens is I think this is where we start seeing the chink in the armor coming out of half. I think we get a fumble on the ground in the third quarter from either Jalen Hurts or we get a fumble from our boy, Miles Sanders. Goddard is going to give it up. Come across the middle. Listen, hey, listen, I would not be surprised. Hold on, hold on. I would not be surprised. And then what I'm telling y'all, this is what I'm telling y'all. We go into the fourth quarter. Mind, mind you, excuse me, I cannot speed past the halftime show, which is uh, gracing us by our, our queen, Rihanna. We I love think you, Rihanna. I love you, Riri. I think hey, you're. Riri, it should have been be me, not you can, have, you can have all of this, baby. Yeah, hey, all of this. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you the first song she's playing. I'm giving y'all game. Y'all listen. Work, 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 work. No, I, no. As much as we would like it to be work, it's not. The very first song I think she's coming out to. Everybody lean close. The very first song I think she's coming out to. And as much as people have been saying this song, I don't think it's going to be this song. I think the first song she's coming out to is "Please Don't Stop the Music." No, bro. it's gonna be bro. it's gonna be "Run This Town," bro. I'm it's not going to be. It's, you, we, it's we, can have this, be. we can have this argument all you want, but you have to remember that the Super Bowl is not necessarily for us. The halftime show is not for us, and so she's going to do a song, her opening song, that is one that you know as soon as the music starts playing, one that you know has touched the world. She became a global sensation with Please Don't Stop the Music. Her next song will be Shine Bright Like a Diamond. No, bro. Her first, that I first think she's going to say, what's my name? I promise you the first song is going to be Umbrella. No. I can't, I, I Umbrella will be I, the like, first song. It seems like that would be a song she'd put in the middle because that's yeah. like one of her bigger ones. I, but I just, I don't she see She got the world. hits, though. She can empty the clip over. Yeah, yeah, she, she got hit. She, she got hit though. She does. But she only our set is only like 15 minutes though. It's only 13 to 15. I don't see a world where she's gonna come out saying, here's there and it goes down. Only thing that's on my mind. I think that would have been good for like a like a Super Bowl commercial. I think that I think that would have been I think that would have been lit for a Super Bowl commercial. But I'm gonna go ahead and be honest with you. I'm gonna go ahead and be honest with you. I think it's gonna be Please don't stop the music. Just because it's gonna upbeat. Please don't stop the music. And she's gonna have dancers. People gonna be in the rocking. I'm so hyped for her show, bro. Me too. Me too. Oh yeah. I think it's gonna be so excited because that's gonna come out a little like she hit that Ella and then go go get the shit. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I'm so excited for Rihanna. Bro, this is the clip Beauty the Club it posts tomorrow. I'm, I'm so excited for Rihanna. I'm telling bro. you. I'm going to look. I download my Instagram back to post bro. this. Bro, and I tell you what, if she come out and she's singing that uh that song from the Black Panther, I'm cutting it off. <laughs> yeah, if she come out singing that slow oh, song listen, from the Black Panther. every voice? Bro, if she starts, oh, bro, that's a great song. Damn, bro, if, bro great. it's a great song. Bro, that's it's a great song. Great. It's a great song, but if Rihanna start the show like that, the rest of the show is going to be terrible. 
She got no hair on. Bro, she got to come in there with the magazine clip and she got to let it go, bro. She bro, better bro. not play no new music. She cannot play no new music. Bro, bro. you have to change that song. That song lift you me probably up. probably don't, Alex. Did, did, didn't, didn't Black <laughs> Panther 2 make a Billy? That song touched a bunch of ears. Nah, nah, Black Panther 2 didn't hit a bill. It didn't hit a bill. Wow, yeah, which was a shock to a lot of people. It didn't hit a bill. Oh, bro. Listen, another song that she could do that would Ooh. still be cool and lit off the rip is Pondy Replay. I don't remember that. Mr. DJ, 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 Mr. Bro, I'm in the nightclub. I'm in the nightclub tomorrow. I want Riri on, baby. I'm in the nightclub. Maybe you want to get some LED lights and perform in this. When I tell y'all, Dynasty Years fam, this took a turn because this is how much we love Rihanna as an artist. Hey, look, please. Hey, Riri, you can have all this, baby. You can have all this. Okay, sorry, y'all. I didn't mean to take a wild turn like that, but that is my prediction. I think she's going to start it with Don't Stop the Music. I think the game ends 31-24. You and I are on the same page. Alex, Kansas City Chiefs will be hoisting their second Lombardi trophy in the last five seasons. And I think that we... Wait, will... that was me. I think Alex think Philly going to win. Yeah, but... Well, he said score. 30, score. He, oh, said, okay. yeah, he said 31-24 score. But I just think that Kansas City will be the winners uh, coming out of tomorrow's game. So uh, just to recap, folks, make sure that if you're placing bets on who's going to get the ball first, it will be Philly. If you're placing bets on what the halftime score will be, it will be 17-14. If you're placing bets on if a big play will happen coming into the second half, I do think it will be a kick return or it will be a really good trick play. Uh, watch what I tell you. I've been right on almost everything this season and before. Before I give up the mic back to everyone else, I just want people to know that Henry's been right about a lot of things that have been happening this year. I hope folks are seeing the campaign that's going on for Aaron Rodgers and the LLV. I hope people are seeing the campaign. I hope folks are seeing the campaign. I, I don't hope folks, know. I don't I know hope if you folks, also see the campaign. Knowing him, he would probably go right back to Green Bay with no team. But see, the commanders. But, but see, that's the thing, though. They talk about LV campaign, but they also talk about my boys giving up our two draft picks for Aaron Rodgers. We do not want to play for the New York paper airplanes. Come to the Washington Commanders. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and tell you. All I'm going to say is if we get Aaron Rodgers on that team, we'll win the division next year. Uh, Don't don't, don't quote me. That's not hard to do. That's not hard. Oh. Josh Allen's in that division. Josh Allen's a top five quarterback. Mm. Josh Allen, the way Josh Allen, Josh Allen he's focused. not elite anymore. Josh Allen is is he's uh, Josh good. Allen. He like Josh uh, Allen. Good. He's not elite anymore. Josh he's Allen is like Cisco at this Josh, point. Y'all would take Josh. Everyone in this call would take Josh Allen on their team tomorrow. No, uh, I wouldn't. I would not. I would. You wouldn't because you got the best. Well, I said I would. The last <laughs> the last four quarterbacks right. I had, I for sure would. Exactly. Right, but Almost. but you're making it seem as though you're making it seem as though Josh Allen had this all world year. Five weeks into the five, his last five weeks, Josh Allen looked looked normal. He was a normal football player. So I'm not gonna hang my hat on 
Josh Allen as much as everybody else is. Josh Allen is a he's a good football player. He went from great to good, and that's his fault. He got the bounce back, and you can't blame him. Oh, we didn't have a pass rush. We didn't have Von Miller. Von Miller ain't nobody. <laughs> like, stop no, it! Wait, wait, he is. Von Miller's a first ballot. He's a Hall of what Famer, buddy. But did y'all hear Dion? Hold on, did y'all hear Dion? Dion went on there with Philip King, the uh, on Philip King's podcast earlier today, uh, earlier today or yesterday during the um, the Super Bowl, like like the Super Bowl worker trees of it all, right? Yeah. And they were talking, and he told. My man, he said, I appreciate what y'all do as people who vote. Y'all have earned the right to vote people into the Hall of Fame. But as a member of the Hall of Fame, we need an upper room. He said, we need to be able to determine who get in the upper room because y'all just letting people in now. I, and I agree so with that. What we're saying. Yeah. So, so okay. So let me. It's understand. all political. It's let all me. political. I'm, I'm saying that Von Miller can get into the Hall of Fame. But when we're talking about. Greatest pass rushers we've seen in the last twenty years. Von Miller might be six on that list. Von Miller, Von Miller might be. Von, Von Miller might be six. six. Von Miller is top too, five on that list. Yeah, no, oh, pass Wait. rushers that we've seen that we've seen in the last twenty years. I'm taking Jared Allen over Von. Uh, no, you're not. When Von Miller has over 123 sacks in his career. No, you're not. Von Miller is a Super Bowl MVP. Eight-time Pro Bowl, a three-time All-Pro, All-Decade Team, Super Bowl MVP. You're right. No, you're, you're not taking Jared Allen over Von Miller, bro. I'm sorry, you're not, bro. Right. You're not doing. I'm it. taking. I'm taking Julius Peppers. I'm taking Jared Allen. I'm hey, taking. I'm taking, I'm taking Michael. Too. I'm taking Dwight Freeney. I'm taking Michael Strahan. What are we talking about? Over Von I'm, Miller? What I'm are we talking? I'm, t- I'm definitely taking Dwight Freeney. And that's not just because I'm a coach fan, but he used dog, to get after it. Dog, what are we talking about? When y'all start talking, when y'all start talking about Von Miller, everybody hype on his Von Miller train because his numbers are good. But when you, we just named four guys that you but, that are prototypical pass rushers that you like. Oh, he on the team. Oh, we Kurt, might be. Kurt, I'm gonna be real with you, bro. Dwight Freeney was a really good player. Dwight Freeney, I feel like. Should be in the Hall of Fame when like you should he's not gonna be first ballot, but you should be in the Hall of Fame. I'm not taking Dwight Freeney over over. Didn't Dwight just get in? No, didn't Dwight just get in? No, he's not in the Hall of Fame. I don't think he in. No, he's not. Who are the new inductees? Uh Revis got in. Uh Joe Thomas got in. Uh it was it was a good list, bro. It was a good list. It was a good list of guys that really deserved. I know uh one of the barber one of the barber brothers got in. Um man, I'm gonna pull that up while we while wait. How many sacks you said Von Miller had? Uh one twenty eight. One sixty eight for his career. For his career, Von Miller has one twenty three and a half. All right, so Dwight Freeney's career, he got one twenty five and a half. Okay, are we taking into account the two seasons that Von Miller's missed with injuries? Because he missed 2020 with an ankle injury, and he missed this season, half this season, with an ACL injury. Are we taking into account the season and a half he missed, okay. which he averages, on average, he's he's only had one season where he's had less than 10-plus sacks in a season. Okay. Are we taking into account the two seasons where the season and a half? Okay, had all right. So to be fair, seasons. to be fair, just to do that, Dwight Freeney had injuries in twenty seven. Wait, what year is that? Hold on, because he played four games. One he played four games like two seasons, and then he only played like nine one season in like two thousand seven. 
Von Miller, Von Miller had a season where he played nine in Denver and he had five sacks, and then he missed the season in 2020. Then this past season, he missed half the year. So that's really so how many games? How many games have you played total? In in total, Von Miller has played in his career 161 games. Oh shit! Okay, Dwight Freeney played 213. That is games. It's not my fault. Games. It's not my fault. Can we at least all on this call agree? Von Miller would have had at least one sack in each of those 50 games. If he has a sack in 50 games, he's touching almost 180 sacks in his career. Are we not like? Is that not outlandish? Okay, here we go. So I'm gonna go ahead and fix all that. I'm gonna fix all that. I'm getting ready to give you a list. I'm getting ready. I'm. What would you, I'm gonna give y'all a list. Give me a list, and I'll tell you if I'll take them over Von Miller. Okay, hey, hey, I, want, I want everybody. Well, look, I just got one. I just got okay. one, and this Ooh. is gonna tell me a lot about Terrell Suggs. Who you picking? Terrell Suggs. He's on my list, Kurt. Okay, oh, all right. Okay, but, here we go, Kurt. Yeah, wait, Kurt. That's all I want to know. Because Terrell Suggs will let me know where I thought Terrell Suggs is right now. Can I ask y'all this question? Did, yeah. did T Sizzle not benefit from playing with one of the greatest linebackers of our generation? He played with Ray Lewis, bro. He played no. with Hel- what Hel- that Hel- mean? Hel- they ain't Hel- got to do with personal Hel- production. Halogi Nada, Halogi Nada has a claim for being a Hall of Famer. He played with Ray Lewis, who's a first ballot. He played with Ed Reed, who is a first ballot. That is a one he of played with Aaron Donald. What season? on the tail end of his and career, and bro? I do. Hey, look, I don't care about that. I, I don't care who you played with. I'm year. talking about personal production. Kurt, Kurt, he played with Aaron Donald one season and won the Super Bowl. No. Why, why did T Suggs not win? No, wait, so Bowls? all right, so just to be clear, are you when he played with Aaron? Ed, when he played with Aaron Reed, uh, so, and Ray are Lee you Park picking Terrell Suggs or are you picking Von Miller? One has, Super Bowl, one has a Super Bowl. One has a Super Bowl. Ah, no, 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 they're they're neck and neck. I'll be real. They're neck and neck. Because Terrell Suggs is one of them guys. But are we going to take away the fact that Von Miller is a Super Bowl MVP? What that mean? That means in the biggest game of what well, a quarterback season, is the is the prize possession. He was the reason they won that game, and that was what Peyton Manning won. With Peyton Manning, that was with Pey- they Peyton gave Peyton right, they gave Peyton Manning that Super Bowl. He Alex, couldn't get the ball twenty yards down Alex, the field. Peyton Manning came to Alex, the to the Broncos for that reason. Alex against Cam Newton, the MVP of the NFL league. He was the reason they beat Cam Newton that season. He was. If it that was him, that was a gift. Peyton Manning was going to win that Super Bowl whether Von Miller was there or not. That is a political. I know he was. I know he was. So, and so, I'm, a Col- so, I'm a Colts fan. That is so, a political Super Bowl. So what happened the season prior when they played? When they played? When they played Seattle? Peyton was there, and they got smacked. Bro, still that, they knew that was his last bro, one. Ah, look, bro. I'm gonna be real with you. Terrell Suggs. That's a good name because T Sizzle deserves to be a first ballot. But I'm taking Bond, bro. One has a Super Bowl. That's a, hey, that's a tough bro. one for me there, Cuff. That's a tough one for me there. I cannot confidently say I'm picking Von Miller in that moment. Let, let me hear the names, Henry. Let me hear the names. They both got two right. Super Bowls. They both got Defensive Player of the Year. The only thing that separates them is 
Von Miller has one more All Pro and one more Pro Bowl. That's it. That oh, I'm, I'm not in any way implying that these pass rushers are better. I'm asking, who would you rather take? Cool. All right. Would you rather take Clay Matthews or Von, Von Miller next? Von. 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 Kurt, what'd you yeah. say? I think Kurt might have stepped off. Would you rather take? Wait, now, Tim again. Say it again. My fault. Clay Matthews. Oh, uh, oh, oh, Von Miller. Yeah. Oh, Von Miller. Okay, fair. James Harrison. Ooh, that's something to think about. I ain't gonna lie. All right. Okay. So, can I get? Oh, a no, scheme? no, no. I just no. Hold on, Kurt. Hold on, Kurt. I just need. Who would you rather take? Can I get a scheme? What scheme we in? We're not in a scheme. I, I, I'm, I, look, look, look. At his peak, James Harrison's best season might be better than Von Miller's best season. But in totality, I'll probably take Von. I'll probably take Von. Okay, so I'm going to still say Von Miller. Like, I'm going to still say Von Miller. DeMarcus where? Von Miller. Washington. Oh, Demarcus Ware. Demarcus Ware. Demarcus Ware. You're Demarcus crazy. Has, has Demarcus Ware had? Has Demarcus Ware had eighteen and a half sacks in the season? Bro, you're crazy. Washington. 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 Demarcus Ware. You're right. Oh, let me see. You're right. You're crazy. Demarcus. He watches Demarcus Ware next. Bro, Demarcus Ware has one hundred thirty-eight and a half sacks. Bro, what's wrong with you? What's wrong? Demarcus Demarcus Ware was a guy, but has he has but the same things that were arguing. Oh yeah, in 2011 he had 19 and a half. But this is what we're not taking into account. Von Miller has missed. Two seasons with injuries. Two seasons. So we're gonna so we gonna we're gonna continue to pick Von Miller because he was injured for two years. Right. They, no, they, they, no, we're picking, a guy, what I we're saw, picking a guy on, on we're picking a guy on what he could have done. We're not picking a guy on pound raw for raw talent because there's no way he's better than Demarcus Ware. There is no way that you're Von Miller is when you th- when you think about pass rushers, guys. Let's talk about pass rushers in the National Football League. Pass rushers are typically how tall? Between what and what? Uh, six, I would say one, six, six three, six one, six three, six two to six five. It depends. It really, it truly depends. Von Miller is a six foot pass rusher, and we're hanging our hat saying that he's better than a Demarcus Ware who comes into the game at six six who changed the elements of the game. Are we saying that? Von Miller is yes. 6'3". Let's stop, bro. Von Miller is 6'3". All right. Six y'all, have already, y'all have already given y'all opinion on on on, T- on, on Sizzle. I, and, if, I and if we're being real, DeMarcus Ware has one season worth of sacks more than, than Von Miller in his career. One season. And Von Miller missed two seasons. So All right. if Von Miller would have played every season like DeMarcus Ware has, because DeMarcus Ware has not been hurt in his career. Has not been hurt. Like, let's be real. DeMarcus Ware has played almost 180 games in his career compared to Von Miller. And that's why I'm going to pick him, because he got longevity. Because he's durable. What you talking about? That, that's a knock on your boy that he can't play. Right. Come your boy on, trip over grass blades and blow his knee out. He's like uh, AD right now. All I'm going to say, wow. 
All I'm going to say is that Von Miller would have been healthy this season. Von Miller would have. He had eight sacks in the 10 games he played this season. He would have easily been an all-pro. Let me ask y'all a question. What y'all doing? Y'all y'all gonna let y'all gonna leave Pep on the shelf? Y'all gonna leave Peps on the shelf for Von Miller? I Alex, love you. Alex, Alex, you gonna leave Peps on the shelf because because of Von Miller? Julius Peppers, one of the greatest football players we've ever seen. You gonna leave him on the shelf? I no, I'm Julius picking Julius Peppers. Peppers. No question about it. I love Julius Peppers. His, his his career don't stack up to. Miller. But I love Julius Peppers. Julius Peppers. I, I love Julius Peppers. dog. I ain't gonna count. I, Julius Peppers. He was a damn unicorn. Hey, are y'all, hey, listen, so listen. So are we picking what these are we players on, 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 like, go ahead, my fault. Okay, because Kurt, this is my only question for you and Henry, because are we talking about the longevity of their career? Because if we're talking about longevity of their career, then I will go with Julius Peppers just because Julius Peppers has never really had a major injury. Julius Peppers played a significant amount of time without getting hurt and he's played 17 seasons of football and he's been productive for 17 seasons but at his best Julius Peppers was not touching Von Miller so what are we talking what is the conversation so, all right so cool with that being said Julius Peppers was such an impact that he's double teamed every play so is Von, is Von not double teamed but I'm saying that with Von Miller, with the other people that he had, you can double team him, but they're free up everybody else. You're not gonna double team him every play. The only two te- the only two people I would give y'all is maybe Demarcus and Julius Peppers. Maybe those are maybe's though. Clay Matthews, nah. Who else did you say, Henry? Nah. Those are the only two I'm gonna give y'all maybe's. I need some more names because that means so, my little top so, three. So, so you saying nah to James Harrison? No, I'm ah. See, look, you can't comfortably. Ah. That's, that's, that's you can't comfortably. And, see, and so the only reason why this is an argument, the only reason why this is an argument, is because I said that I could name you five or more pass rushers that's who only played three. football in the who played football the last twenty years that you would be hesitant to choose Von Miller over. I'm not right taking, now. I'm not taking Clay Matthews, and I'm not. Okay, that's fine. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. But Clay, but, but see, but James Harrison played on another defense similar to Terrell Suggs. Those are all pros, Hall of Famers, all over that defense. That's not what fair. You, and what are you saying? The what do you? The Broncos defense was great. Yeah, that defense was and, amazing. That defense that went to the Super Bowl, they couldn't do great. no wrong. Akeem Talib, you talk yeah, about Von Miller, like you think about season. that line. Brandon Marshall at linebacker, what he, what he, what he, what he, what he, Brandon he, Marshall was a was a Pro Bowler for like three, two, three seasons, bro. But do you know how hard it is to be a Pro Bowler in the NFL? Do you know how hard it is to find consistently good linebackers? Name me a team that's got three good linebackers right now in the in the National Football League. Name one: the the Chiefs, the Jets. Not three, no, not three. No. no, no, not the three, three good linebackers. Three good the Jets don't have three good linebackers either. Stop that. There, there's we maybe, have, there's have, maybe one team. We have one that was an all-pro. Quincy Williams was a stud. And then we have an edge rusher. I think the best linebackers may be in San Francisco. Exactly. San Francisco has the best has the best team from for three linebackers. Nobody else in the league has that. Nobody else in the Okay, so James Harrison, I'll I'll listen to that because James Harrison was a James player. Harrison, Julius Peppers, you have to listen to that. Would you take Michael Strahan? Michael Strahan's on that list. Would you take Michael Strahan? Yes, he would. Yes. I'm I would take Michael Strahan. 
I'm getting ready to name you two guys that got more stats than your boy right now. Dwight Freeney and Jared Allen. Jared Allen does have more career sacks, but it was for, for, for all for not. I mean, he didn't do anything. Now we equate. So we're not, we're now we're talking, talking about, about, talking about Super Bowls or just stats. Bro, listen, bro. Okay. We're talking bro. about individual accolades. Now we want to talk about his collective. Because if that's the case, terrible. if that's the case, are you taking uh, Warren Sapp? You know you're taking Warren Sapp. But Warren Sapp is. He's now he has a substantial his his sack he, he has less sacks. I think he only got like ninety some sacks, career sacks. But are you still? I'm still taking Warren Sapp over Von Miller. Over Von Miller, I sure am. I think matter of fact, I think he I only think got with, like ninety. But I sacks. think with Warren Sapp, they play different positions. Warren Sapp is more of a guy. I would. We said pass rushers. rushers, but Warren Sapp was a D tackle. I would yeah, compare him more to I would compare him more to like an Aaron Donald or a JJ Watt type of guy. I'm taking I'm taking JJ Watt over over Von Miller. Like I'm taking JJ. I'm glad you you said his name. I truly think we are discrediting how great. No, no one is discrediting. Because Dwight Freeney, Court, uh, uh, Kurt. I like Dwight Freeney a lot, but with Dwight Freeney, him or him or Von. I lean, I don't know, bro. Career-wise, I lean towards Vaughn. I, I do. I lean towards Vaughn. I do. How many multiple sack seasons has Vaughn had? How many multiple sack seasons? Or are we talking about 10-plus ten, ten sacks? Yeah, every season, right? Yeah, every season. So, I believe in terms of sacks, he's had 10-plus sacks every season of his career except one season where he played nine. One season where he had eight, he, he missed two games. The season where he missed completely the entire year. And then season nine and a half, but he missed two games. So, like Alex said, every season but the hurt ones. So, I'll count those seasons. One, two, three, four. He's only had four seasons where he has but he's been hurt all four of those seasons. One season he played 11 games. One season he played eight. One season he played 14. And one season he played nine games. Every other season, 11 and a half, 18 and a half, 14, 11, 13 and a half, 10, 14 and a half. Mm. He's okay, 10 I- plus sacks a season, bro. Okay. I mean, Von Miller is good. I'm not taking that away from him, but uh, I just, it's hard for me to ignore these guys who changed the game of pass rushing. The, like the names I'm giving yeah. you, the names I'm giving Look, you. James guy, Harrison was a good one. I did not yeah. think about James. We watched him play. Like, was a good yeah. player. That 20 sack season he had was outlandish. He right. had numerous really, really, really elite seasons of a pass rusher. He just he was on an elite defense, so he didn't get as much love as he should have. But man, that, those were those were some good names that y'all gave. I'll be honest with you, y'all gave some good names. Yeah, so I don't know. I that's that's where I'm at. But like I said, I, there's five guys I would take over him, and I've named at least eight that I would take over Von Miller. Boy, James Harrison, man, he James has he has 85 bro. sacks on his career. James yeah, but you also got to remember too. James Harrison was getting cut from teams regularly for like the first three seasons of his career. Like they thought he was a loser. They thought James Harrison was a loser. 
And he'll tell you the story because I think he was what undrafted. He was like a seventh round pick, something low like that. Like they were not giving him no love at all. Like and, and Kurt, I like Dwight Freeney as well, bro. But later on in Dwight Freeney's career, he was kind of a poo putt, if we're being real. He ain't have that longevity like Von Miller's had. Early on and in his prime, Dwight Freeney was that guy. But later on in his career, he kind of started fading. That's why I'm like, Jerry Allen was a good one as well, Henry, because that 22 sack season he had with Minnesota was crazy. But he never really was the driving force. He never really, his his play never really been like pushed you to winning. Maybe it was because of his offense. You can argue that, but he played with Brett Favre. Yeah, well, I, and they I, made I it to a conference championship game. I don't even want to say that loser's name on here. Oh yeah, yeah, we, we don't, we don't, we don't. Yeah, we don't. We don't. Y'all see, y'all see, he has the audacity to be suing Shannon Sharp and Pat McAfee for a defamation claims. I, I see. Oh, yeah, I saw That's crazy, I said, bro. And bro, anybody who knows me knows that, and Darius will tell you this. He was. For me, when I wanted to be a quarterback as a kid, that's who I wanted to be. I wanted to be him. I thought he was the greatest thing to walk football. He's a loser to me now. I, he's a loser. I'm not saying I'm not saying his name. Y'all can put together who I'm talking about. He's a loser to me. Mm-hmm. Any person who's alleged taking millions of dollars from underprivileged, underserviced communities and using it and squandering it. For any selfish game, for any reason besides doing what's right with it, you're a loser. You deserve to be locked up. You deserve to bury you under the jail. That's what you get. You're a loser to me, dog. And see, I want to let everybody on the Dynastiers fam know the reason all this correlates is because we're talking about Super Bowls. All of these guys are Super Bowl winners. All these guys talk about all these guys. All these guys got this is the Super Bowl episode. So it's perfect. This is a super sized episode. It is, man. It is. I, I don't think I gave my predictions for the game and my score. I'm going to go ahead and do that real quick, and then we're going to get back to, you know, talking about uh, the nitty-gritty of everything. But my prediction for the game is 27-24. I'm going to go with Kansas City. I feel like it's going to come down to Harrison Bucker's foot. I can see it being a 24-24 game. Mahomes does what Mahomes does, drives him down the field, gets him a field goal range. Bucker kicks a, a walk-off. I can see that. Like Kurt has mentioned, it's going to come down, and I truly feel it will, to experience. Because with the Chiefs, they've been there so many times. Mahomes is such a decorated – and we can say this already in his fifth season starting, six seasons in the league. He's a decorated playoff performer. Andy Reid is a decorated playoff coach like these guys have been there done that numerous times so I truly feel like I'm rocking with Kansas City Alex I hate to leave you by yourself man but it's just it's hard for me to bet against Patrick Mahomes man he's turning into the Tom Brady of the NFL like the guy you just can't bet against so right let let the record show that the only reason I'm going for the the only reason I think the Eagles are going to win is because I know Patrick Mahomes is hurt and it's it looks severe at least uh, with Kansas City. Yeah, but he I really think that, had to muscle muscle up that first down that they ran. 
Yeah, but I think I think them two weeks that they were off really did them some justice. I've been keeping a real close eye to like the injury reports. Like it's gotten to a place that they haven't even been asking him the last couple of days about his ankle because they know that he's good. He came out the end of last week, started in this week, and he was like, Yeah, the ankle feels good now. Like he's grateful that they had some time off. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's not an issue unless it gets re-aggravated. So the boys are gonna try and re-aggravate it. Yeah, they're definitely going stay to. off the turf. Hey, stay off the ground, bro. Keep running, bro. Can y'all believe that tomorrow's the Super Bowl, bro? This season is man. Bro, I remember when we were giving our, our predictions for what the year looks like. We need to do like a year recap, right? Because I look at do. my notes all the time, and I'm like, yo, I was really right on a lot of things. <laughs> like, God. I, you know, I'm I don't like to brag on myself. I don't like to toot my own horn, but here we go, toot toot, baby, because I was I was in my bag. Uh, I was in my bag. Another question I have for you guys though is if so I know Alex has predicted the Eagles to win because of Mahomes injury. Me, uh Kurt and Henry have predicted the Chiefs for, for different factors. You know, Kurt mentioned the Super Bowl experience. Henry essentially mentioned that, you know. The, the team is going to make a timely play, and it's going to happen that way, and it's going to just develop that way. And I've also mentioned because of experience, but also because of Mahomes just being that great. If you guys had to predict the Super Bowl MVP, offensive, defensive, for the winning team that you guys have chosen, who would you guys go with with that? Uh, Kurt, I'm going to start with you, man, because I'm curious to hear who you got. Who you got as the Super Bowl MVP, offensive and defensive? Hey, Offense is Pat my homeboy. Can't can't really go against him. I so I don't know. See now it could be Pat Mahomes, but if Travis Kills has a big game, I don't see him not getting it. If he get like ten receptions and like three touchdowns or some wild jump, but you know it's a quarterback league. So even then, I think even with those numbers, you know he'll. Still be gypped out of it. Pat Mahomes will still get it either way. But as far as a defense standpoint, y'all might not agree with this, but I feel like this, I feel like you'll get a couple, hmm, I don't know. As far as defense, let's see. It will be hard for me not to say Chris Jones. So I feel like he'll get penetration. If he gets key sacks in that game, if you get two or three sacks in that game and nobody else really – everybody just steps up and makes a play here or there. There's no big interceptions, anything like that. That's a it's a deal breaker. That's the person that really start, got the game going. If he gets three sacks and he's really the only person to put up stats that way, I don't see it not going to him from a defensive standpoint. But offense, as much as I hate it, it's a, it's a quarterback's league. So Pat Mahomes, I feel like regardless of what he does, he'll get it. You know, he get the one touchdown, they'll probably still give it to him. So – you know, it's kind of hard to go that way, but Jones and Mahomes, those are the two that I'm going to go with just because, but, you know, Pat Mahomes is going to win. If they win the game, Pat Mahomes, regardless of what he does, is probably going to win MVP. Right. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you on that, man. If the Chiefs win, that's who I got winning as well. They're going to find a way to give it to Mahomes. Right. Like, it, it just it's going to happen unless Pacheco rushes for three touchdowns or unless McKinnon catches three touchdowns. 
they're going to look to try to give it to Mahomes, man. I think even so, then they're going to try to give it to him. Because right, his stat line will oh, be he handed off three touchdowns. Exactly. He handed off three touchdowns and threw one, and he's like, all right, bro. Mahomes right, got just, just He got it, bro. But, see, in terms of defensive, Kurt, I differ with you, bro. And call me a homer, but I'm going to go with the hometown kid, man. Joshua Williams, I feel like, is going to get a timely pick for yeah, the Kansas yeah, City Chiefs, yeah. the boy from Fayetteville State, the fourth round yes, pick sir. from Fayetteville, yes, North Kekalaki, yes, he's going to get a timely pick yes, for the Kansas City Chiefs. I think he has a chance of making a big play. I predict his stat line to be something around six to seven tackles, an interception, and maybe two pass deflections. That'll be I, enough to get it done. It'll be enough, enough to get it done. That'll be enough to get it I done. Can, I can see yeah. him holding – I can see him holding the – I'm not going to say Devontae Smith because I feel like Devontae Smith is going to be the receiver that actually has a great game for the Eagles. But I can see A.J. Brown getting held. (laughs) Yeah, see, I can see uh, A.J. Brown being held to like three or four catches for 30 yards and Joshua Williams being the reason. So I'm going to go with Mahomes and and Joshua Williams. Henry, I know you're going to get tired of me having you go last, but, man, your team in the Super Bowl. You've been first all year. So I'm going to let Alex go <laughs> and get his, his MVPs of the Super Bowl. Alex, who you got from the Philly side, man? All right. So my first Super, uh, Super Bowl MVP pick is Jalen Hurts. Now, Henry, correct me if I'm wrong, but I do think that he is a Q. And I do think that he's going to be doing the sign. I'm not going to disrespect y'all by doing the sign, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> The tongue will be out tomorrow. Just know that. The tongue will be out tomorrow. He's gonna he's my favorite for the Super Bowl MVP. And then if he doesn't get it, I think the Heisman winner, Devonta Smith, will get it. That boy good. That boy good. I think I your your wide your um cornerback's gonna have a lot to deal with with him. But um I think I think that tongue out is gonna be Jalen Hurts signature tomorrow. Okay. You got anybody for defensive or uh, you just? Oh, uh, for defense, I really kind of want to say Fletcher Cox because I feel like if he gets the Super Bowl MVP, then this would be like his last hurrah because he's old. So, um, but I'm not going there. I'm going with my boy Hassan on uh, defense. I like that a lot, bro. Yeah, that man Hassan Reddick has had a tremendous season all year, bro. Like he's he's been one of the best edge rushers this season. All pro, he deserved it. He's he's been tremendous. Last but definitely not least, because his team is first, man. <sighs> Henry, who you got, man? Who you got as your, your Super Bowl MVPs? So Super Bowl MVP at quarterback, of course, I think it's going to be Patrick Mahomes. Um, but I think there's a good chance that uh, we could see Travis Kelsey also. Travis Kelsey put his name in the hat as well. But for defensive player of the game, I have to throw this name around that a lot of people don't really, I don't know, man. I think if this guy, because he's back off of concussion protocol and he is playing tomorrow, Legereus Sneed, I think he's going to be the difference between pressure on the quarterback. And so I think if he plays, if he plays tomorrow, I think he has a really good chance to, to tap in for defensive player of the year, you know, I think I think we're gonna need some we're gonna need some help. We're gonna need some help from somewhere. And I think Legarius might be that guy. So Okay. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh 
but it's also hard for me and, I, and my fault. I didn't mean to jump back in, but it's also hard for me to say that um, Nick Bolton won't get it. Nick Bolton had almost 200 tackles this year. Bro, Nick Bolton, like, that's what I was saying, bro. Nick like, Bolton deserved to be in all pro this season. He, like, he like really my man got had 180 total tackles. You know how hard that is to do? Either that means your defense has been that bad and he's been everywhere, or he's just that good and he's right. everywhere. It's no in between. <laughs> it's no in between. Regardless, he's been everywhere and he deserves to get, you know, yeah. respected and and praised for that. But yeah, so I don't know. It's between Nick Bolton and LeJarrius Sneed for me on defense, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelce on offense. Either way, as long as my boys are hosting the trophy tomorrow, I don't care who gets the award. I need to pull my Kansas City gear out of the out of my little bin in the closet. It's going down tomorrow. It's going down tomorrow, y'all. It is truly going down tomorrow. Like everyone has mentioned, man, the Super Bowl is kicking off tomorrow at 6.30. The Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles, man. I just – do y'all have any last-second thoughts or any last-second plugs that y'all want to give about the Super Bowl, man? Because – all I have to say is if Jalen Hurts makes the throws that I believe as Oklahoma Sooner fan he can make, it could be a long day for Kansas City. But I have a a crazy speculation that he won't be able to because I, I know, Henry, you mentioned something off air that history repeats itself. And you can see Jalen Hurts having a Super Bowl performance similar to a guy that I mentioned earlier similar to Cam Newton in the Super Bowl, getting bothered by the pass rush. I know you, I know you guys have mentioned Chris, Chris Jones. I know Kurt definitely did for his defensive MVP. Chris Jones could have that Von Miller-like impact and, and really bother Jalen Hurts, make him have to make throws in the tight windows with your corners, Trimmon Duffy, you know, Joshua Williams, and LeJarrius Sneed, and it can be tough for him. I mean, if you force a turnover to – that can be the difference in a win and a loss. We got DBs. Like we, we got, got young have a bunch of DBs. Got young DBs, but they I out feel like I feel like this is gonna be, and I hate to say this. I, I love Jalen Hurts. I, I swear he's a great, he's a great ball player. He really is. But I even feel like going back to college days when he was at Bama. It's gonna be it could be a situation like that. They're gonna force you to make them throws downfield, and you're gonna have to do it. Cause that defense, they're young, but they get it done. So if you can beat them, you have to take shots down the field. Mm-hmm. And you got guys creeping around ready to make a play. You ain't gonna get it done on the ground. You ain't gonna just you ain't gonna run the football and win this football game. It's not that type of party. So you're gonna have to make them throws. You gonna have tight windows because they're gonna send people at your ass every play. Exactly. Yeah. I just personally think that with that trio of wideouts, it's going to be incredibly more easy for Jalen Hurst to make those throws because his guys are going to be more open. You got to have time. Right. But what I'm saying is I don't – it's going to sound wild, but I do think his O-line can protect him just long enough for him to throw a ball for one of those guys to get us because all the ball has to do is get in the air. And somebody either is going to be Goddard, Smith, or AJ Brown, one of them guys are going to catch the ball, and it's impossible to like to block off all three. So I think for that, that he can get the ball down the field easier than Pat Mahomes is. Even though Pat Mahomes is a better quarterback, he has more help down the field. That's just me though. 
No, I, I believe. I I think the boys gonna get them. I think I don't think they're gonna win, but I believe what you're saying though. Like they gonna Philly's gonna make plays. I, I, let me put this out there. I don't think that Philly's gonna be like they never played football before. Obviously, they're a good team. Plays are gonna be made. It's not gonna be a cakewalk for Kansas City. I think the score, the way it's gonna be at the end, is gonna be you know how you have the late game scores and stuff like that. It'll get to I think the prediction. I think that game will be within you know a two possession game for majority of the game. And I think on the back end, you'll that's where you'll tally up those additional points. So I think Philly will still make plays, but I just don't – I don't see – I've seen Philly play teams that they should have destroyed. And, you know, you know, I won't yeah. mention the team's name, but, you know, oh, I've, out, seen, I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen it. So. Out, <laughs> oh, you know, I've seen that. So I, I know that this is a different environment, and this is Kansas City in the Super Bowl. That's like playing Jordan in game six. And oh, that's easy. You, that's easy. Oh, man. Oh, all right. You know what? My time here is done, guys. My mouth is shut for the rest of this. Yeah, I see you tomorrow. You know how the so, ball fans be, man. So my final thought, my final thought is this, right? In the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. I won't even say in the Super Bowl. One of the things that we know about football is this is a passing league. And if you're going to be a quarterback in this league, you want to be a passing quarterback that can run rather than a running quarterback that can pass. I have a stat for you all real quick. And I think this will be the difference maker for tomorrow's ball game. Patrick Mahomes has given us a total of, let me be accurate on the number 45 touchdowns, I believe. 45 total touchdowns. Yes, 41 passing, four running. Of the of his scoring percentage, of his offensive production, that is running the football in the end zone, Patrick Mahomes, that rushing number accounts for 8% of his total touchdown percentage. Now, when we look at Jalen Hurts, that is a different story. Jalen Hurts has passed the ball 22 times for a touchdown and rushed the ball 13 times for a touchdown. That is a 13 to 35, which is 37% output for his touchdown percentage or rushing touchdowns. I think that if Kansas City does a good job keeping Jalen Hurts in the pocket or putting him on the ground, we will have controlled this game in a way that the offensive output for the Eagles will not be able to stay with the offensive output for the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not certain that Jalen Hurts will be able to make the throws. And so that's just a little tidbit of information that do with what you will do with it, what you will. But um, I trust anybody who can win the MVP while only having to run the ball 8% of the times they score versus a guy who has to run the ball 37% of the times to score. So and and those those numbers that you mentioned, bro, are staggering. And it's it that really leads to one last question before we end this episode that I wanted to ask you guys, because it has came out that the new Eagles contract for Jalen Hurts is likely to be Fifty plus million dollars a season. Fifty mil. 
So with Henry's point of being a running quarterback that can throw, of course, uh, opposed to a, a throwing quarterback that has ability to scramble, do you think $50 million a season is outlandish for Jalen Hurts? I mean, because they're, they're struggling to give Lamar Jackson $40 million a season. He it ain't they, they just don't want to. Yeah, they're being selfish, bro. Yeah, they just don't want to. But and they I, like so, and I so, to a certain extent I understand because you know we see the potential hazard it is to be a you know a quarterback that's you know that may be a more ch- more likely to run like Jalen Hurts because at any given play what you do in all that rushing you can get your wig split and we just got fifty million a year down the drain right. so. Same thing with Lamar Jackson. Now, granted, he's a great thrower of the ball. I feel like he throws the ball better than Jalen Hurts does. And, um, you know, he's I think he's more looking to pass first and just can do legs as an option. But uh, quarterbacks like that, I think it's hard for someone to buy in because they feel like it's a ticking time bomb. Now, granted, these quarterbacks are great. These quarterbacks are great in everything they do. But if I'm the owner, like I want to, like Lamar Jackson, I would have an issue paying him because I know he can throw the football. Jalen Hurts, I don't know if I would be sold on giving him that money because this stat that Henry gave, it's like a 50 50 ball. You might have somebody wide open and you still might take off and run. That's kind of what I get from that. So if we look at all his film, he's probably done that on a couple of times. We don't need that. But I think that's a little bit, I think it's a little outlandish personally. But I think Lamar Jackson should get his bag because he's proven that he'll stay in the pocket and take a shot and get the ball, get it downfield. Cause he knows it's how you win a game, but you know that's just my opinion. And and again, I'm not sitting in the front office. I don't have the money to sign their checks. So <laughs> right, what, I exactly. think is, what I think is outlandish might not, you know, <laughs> might be cool to them. So we, you know, we'll see. But I just think it's a, I think it's a bit much for for what it is. Now with that 50 mil, I don't know how much is guaranteed. I know that all plays a part in it. We could say 50 mil, but to protect themselves, it might only be like 12 mil a year is guaranteed or something. I don't know, but. That, I don't know. We'll see. We'll definitely see. But Philly, Philly will give a contract. One thing they will do, they'll give you some money. They're gonna pay you. They'll they pay you. My, they gave my boy Vic a hundred million. That's what I'm saying. One thing about it, Philly got a hundred million. Yeah, right. So if Philly will pay you. So oh, the likelihood of him getting no. that may be high. You know what I'm saying? Because he's in a, a place that'll pay him. But you know, that's none of my business. That's out of my tax bracket. I ain't never seen no job tax. So <laughs> yeah. Alex, what about you, man? I know you were saying something uh, about uh, regarding to Jalen Hurts and $50 million a season because regarding with Joe Burrow getting an extension, Herbert getting an extension, they're all looking to get $45, 50000000 million a season most likely. So they're looking like Hurts will be in that same tax bracket like Kurt mentioned, tax bracket higher than mine. Yeah. What, what do you no think about that, bro? Um. I'm going to say he doesn't deserve his money because I'm never going to say a brother don't deserve his paper. But talent alone, if he gets $50 million, I'm going, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I know I'm not, we're not talking about him, but if they don't pay me 50 mil or something of what I'm asking for within a week of, of Jalen Hurts signing his deal, I'm leaving and I'm going straight to Miami, bro. 
Well, not Miami. Tua's still going to be the quarterback there. They'll probably going to go to San Fran. I would let Tua go to get Lamar Jackson. Tua can pack what? his shit immediately. Yeah, what? Tua. I'll tell you what. We'll get him cleared so fast. Hey, Doc, go ahead and write these yes on this paperwork. Send his crazy ass on out there. Let's go ahead and get him up. Uh, his CT acting up. I think about RDC World, bro, when uh when my man J. Cole dropped the album and he was like, yeah. I'm over here with guns and rags, bro. You can go, nigga. Hey, Tua, you can go, bro. You can go. I need Lamar. Lamar back. Lamar back in my head. Man, they catch so much flat, bro. They sued Philip the Dolphins for that, bro. You, you gonna give me uh, this massive headache and then make me lose my job? That's crazy, bro. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. But nah, Jalen Hurts, he deserves that money. He's he's changing the game of football. He's making people realize that you know Henry's uh, not saying Henry's an old thinker, but you know the throwing quarterback that can run. The league is slowly changing to it was dual threat, but now it's it looks like it's shifting to running quarterbacks that have the ability to throw. And there's not a quarterback in this league better at doing that than Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson. There's not a better one than Lamar Jackson, but it's a different story for a different day. So with that being said, you want Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen? I mean, one's played in this Super Bowl, one hasn't. So yeah, I'd probably like, take Jalen Hurts. If you've been in your franchise, you've been in it around Jalen Hurts to Josh Allen. It depends on which franchise I am. If I got money, if I'm the Patriots, the Patriots, and I got money, I'm doing Jalen Hurts. I think this. I think the semantics. I think even with the semantics, I'm still taking Josh Allen just one's because the first team All Pro one's not. That's all. Just I'm because say. of the just because of the throwing ability. Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a person that needs a quarterback that can throw. You need to be able to make all the throws. I don't care. I need you to hit some of them tight windows. I need I need yeah. you to be able to make all those throws. I know Jalen Hurts for sure can't make all them throws. But he I ain't mean, been making them throws. He ain't been making them throws since college. But Henry mentioned a valid point earlier on in our conversation. The last half of the season, Josh Allen won't making them throws. That's true. But so, Josh Allen wasn't making those throws. But there was a reason that I think he wasn't. I think because of injuries. I and I, we, you and I talked about this off script. I think Josh was hurt. Josh should have sat out. And has has Jalen Hurts not been dealing with that shoulder injury? His and I think, that, and I think that's why. And I think that's why he hasn't been throwing the football. But He's before, throwing, before that injury, Jalen Hurts was a 66, 67, 65 percent completion percentage guy. Okay, so I got a question. Injury, injury aside, you taking Josh Allen or uh, Jalen Hurts? I'll be franchise. More things. Me, me personally, it seems like Josh. Uh, just, well, Jalen Hurts has been doing this. It seems like Josh Allen has plateaued. Am I crazy for thinking that? No, I agree. I agree. So if, if with that with that being said, I could see me. I could see me in a world where they're like, "Yo, you get to pick Josh Allen, or you get to pick Jalen Hurts to be your quarterback for this franchise." I'm gonna pick Jalen Hurts. Like I'm gonna pick Jalen Hurts just because. You're while he may have limitations versus Josh Allen, because I think Josh is more of a wild card than Jalen is. With Jalen's limitations, you know what you can do with him. You know you're gonna RPO it, you know you're gonna read option it, you know you're gonna have him throw anything 30 yards into the line of scrimmage. 
you know you can make certain passes that are a little bit more comfortable for him. And you know you're going to get a leader, man. Like, And that's one of the things I can say about Jalen Hurts that has me so high on him this year is that Jalen Hurts has showed you that you can be black and a leader. Exactly. In the National Football League. Oh, for sure. And, and I think that that's one of the things that gets lost on people if – you're not the typical black guy, right? Russ wasn't the typical black guy. Russ came into the league with the white girl and he was like, oh yeah, I went to Wisconsin. I'm a baseball guy. Yeah, I'm Russ. You know, and nobody was buying that. And bro, but people were drinking the Kool-Aid too because they were like, okay, cool. He's the he's the whitest black will accept. Jalen Hurts is out there with the with the the earrings, the J's, like Bro. he like. And that's my big. That's Smith my big thing about. That's my big thing about Lamar Jackson. Like he's their leader too. So why won't you pay him? It ain't just his ability. Like he leading the yeah. team. Yeah, but that's the thing though. I think the organization knows that they're not willing to pay him what he's asking for. So I would leave. Just leave. Yeah, for sure. Like if, if I'm Lamar Jackson, do not franchise tag me. You think I'm telling get you, there? I'm telling you not the franchise tag me because you're gonna be wasting money. Like you I'm, think, I would tell him that. What he wants somewhere else? Of course, anybody, Definitely. anybody in the league who, anybody in the league who has who's struggling at quarterback will pay him. He could go to Indianapolis right now and be bro, living. I, I'll, I pray I'll be God he does. You. I'll be honest with you, bro. Everybody's team on this call except Henry's team would give Lamar Jackson forty million a season. No question. Because I was money yesterday. That's what I'm I don't saying. know. My but, team is slightly slow enough to not do it. Y'all still don't have a head coach yet. And, and, and see, getting back to the conversation of Jalen Hurts versus Josh Allen real quick, I think about this, and one of them has a first-team all-pro receiver. The other one doesn't. Stephon Diggs was an all-pro this season. Sure. I don't believe A.J. A. Brown was. Stephon Diggs Stephon- was- I don't see Stefan being on that team much longer. I think they're gonna break that thing down and start something else. I mean, I mean, he's got too much sassiness, bro. <laughs> he is he's a little sassy. Sassy. He's a little he's zesty. He's on the sideline <laughs> getting mad at Josh, but it's just, yeah, bro. I, I, I agree, bro. I feel like with 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 Jalen Hurts, you know what you're getting. He's gonna be a leader. He's gonna get you ten rushing touchdowns, twenty five passing. Versus with Josh Allen, it's like okay. Are you going to throw me 30 touchdowns and 15 picks? Or are you going to throw me 36 touchdowns and seven picks? It's just it, that that up and down, man. I just – he hasn't looked like the same guy this season without Dayball as well. I mean, so I, I don't know, bro. But 50 million is outlandish. That's yeah, the homes money. That's that that's Mahomes. homes money. They're going to have to reconstruct his contract. A few times, man, but – like Alex said, man, I'm all for a brother getting paid. Jalen Hurts, you're playing in the Super Bowl, something that Lamar Jackson, something that Josh Allen has not done. You deserve every cent of that bread. Oh, for sure. If they're going to give it to him, get it. Exactly. Don't you sign for nothing less. They paid Carson Wentz bum, so, so you get your bread. God knows if they get threw Carson Wentz a bag. They got to throw you three. Exactly. So, man, to be honest, that's really all I had on the slate for the day, man. This has been a tremendous Super Bowl episode, man. I love the energy. I love everything that we brought this episode. But like like we always do, man, it'd be it'd be crazy of us to change up at this part in the season. So I just want to go around the call, man. Y'all just leave a nugget with everybody, you know, just like we typically do, man. 
Kurt, I'm gonna start off with you, man, because you've been the the first going first all episode. You've been killing it, leading off, man. So let me just get you leave a nugget with the people, man, for this. Bring us on home, big dog. My little nugget, you know, for everybody, and you know, that's everybody included up here. God has a plan for your life. Now, the only the thing about it is, every when everybody says something like that, oh, God has a plan for your life, people automatically think glitz, glamour, easy road. And I'm a person that feels like because who God is, his road is the most challenging because you got to be prepared for what you get into on the other side. You know what I'm saying? So when it gets hard and it gets tough, just know that it's all a part of the plan because what you pray for, what you're trying to get to, you got to be built different to handle where you at. So you're going to go through a lot of stuff to get there. So don't give up on yourself. Just know that it's preparing you for what you're asking for. Amen. Alex, man, I'm coming to you second, bro, because you've been you've been batting that second spot all episode and you've been you've been yeah. batting this home, man. It's been RBIs coming from you and Kurt, man. So so what you got? What you got number 2? Um, this is for especially all the younger black men that are listening to us. Uh, um, my my nugget is being uncontrollably angry is only going to lead you to being dead or in jail. It's 2020, 2023. Please get in control of your emotions. Please make smart decisions. Please take a moment. Do not act off a of, um off a hateful heart. Take some time out. Count to ten. Isolate yourself from all the nonsense going on. Um, because it's only gonna lead you two more places. So you're either gonna be dead or in jail. So control your anger. Amen, bro. That's real, man. It's it's been too many situations where young black African American men, man, it's just been it, it's been the the wrong way, you know. Instead of just thinking and breathing, it's it's led to them losing their lives. So I agree with you on that, man. Uh, I'm gonna go in and butt mine in because you know, Henry's been batting forth for us and he's been killing it all year with his. He the DH. Um, he the DH, man. So I'm, I'm going to drop mine off. Um, man, just be ready for what you pray for, man. You know, I've I've particularly been praying for something a lot these last year or two, man. And when God shows you, man, you got to be ready for it. And what, what you pray for, you got to be ready for what you pray for, man. So just make sure you know what you're praying for and make sure when God shows you what you're praying for, that you're ready for it because and he's gonna be he's gonna be blatant with it. He's gonna be plain and clear. So when you pray for it, just make sure you're ready and make sure you you take heed to what you prayed for and just, you know, listen to him because he'll tell you what you need to do. So that's that's what I got, man. And last but not least, man, Henry, go on and bring us home, bro. Oh man, thank y'all for the compliments. Um I'm going to pull from what everybody said. We heard a little bit. We, Kurt mentioned, you know, having that faith and trusting in God's plan. We heard Alex talk a little bit about getting your emotions in check. And then you, we also heard Darius talk a little bit about having that willingness to uh, receive what you pray for. And so I'll combine all those things by saying at this point now, we are in a period we are in a position, we are in a place, and this is each and every person that listens to the show, each and every person that's connected to it. We are in a position and we are in an opportunity to be able to take all of these things, the faith, take the emotional control, take the prayers, the fasting, and we're able to ball those things up, right? The Bible says faith, faith without works is dead. 
And so I want us to be willing to take these moments of faith, these moments of emotional control, these moments of uh, intentionality with what we're praying for and what we're asking for. And I want y'all to bottle that up. I want y'all to ball that up into one thing. And I want you all to turn that into action. So whether that is jumping and starting that podcast, I want to shout out, you know, uh, one of our co-hosts, one of our co-hosts, uh, Reese Bradley, uh, his wife has a super dope podcast. I have to shout her out on the show. Uh, I'm looking to find the name right now because I want to make sure I say it correctly. Uh, but if it's starting that podcast, if it's leaning into starting that business, if it's leaning in to uh, going back to school like Alex is, going back to school like Kurt is, if it's you know doing those things, whatever that is, take that faith, take that passion, take that purpose, take that intentionality and put that to work. It is time out for us sitting on our hands and asking, 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 hoping that we just receive. It's time for us to say, okay, I'm going to ask for it. I'm going to put the work in, right? So if you want abs like me and Kurt, we got to go get it at the table. We got to go get it in the gym. You know, if you want to put that time in, if you want to look like 50 Cent, you got to go do what Alex is doing. <laughs> you know I'm saying? Like, it's funny, but it's the truth, right? Faith without works is dead. So I definitely want to shout out and elevate uh, for the girls podcast, man, I want to send for the girls. Shout out to them for the girls. Shout out, shout out to them for the girls podcast. I want to send them so much love, right? Because I had a chance to sit and listen to their on live episode, and man, they killing the game, right? They took an idea, they manifested it, they put it out there, and they went and got went to go get it, right? Every person playing in that Super Bowl had an intention at the start of the year when training camp kicked off, when they signed with their organization, when they woke up and watched what they were eating or went to the gym saying that this is where they wanted to be at tomorrow. They wanted to be playing in the Super Bowl. So I tell any person listening to this, if you want to be a specific place, if you want to do a specific thing, if you want to get to a new level in your life, just as much as you are praying, just as much as you are showing emotional control, just as much as you are trusting in God's plan, you need to be willing to work. Work is contagious. Work is contagious. And so I'm fortunate enough to be around a bunch of dudes that are working. I want to shout out every one of these guys on the call. I want to shout out the Yacht Club. I want to shout out to my brother BK, to everybody that's out here working. Go get that money. This is not something that you can just do at halftime. Y'all, to be honest with you, this is how serious we're working. It is a Saturday at 1241 a.m. We're on here recording this episode because that's work. Darius has drafts ready to go on YouTube tomorrow because that's work. We're talking about what we're getting ready to do for basketball. What's the next live episode? Because that's work. All of these guys on here got full-time jobs. All of these guys on here are in school, right? We got guys on here who contribute to a nonprofit on a week-to-week, month-to-month basis. So go get that work. Put the work in. Be hungry. I'm going to sleep when I'm gone. I'm going to sleep when I'm not here no more. Be hungry right now, because if you want something, there's room and space for you to go get it. Peace and love to y'all, my favorite. I appreciate that, bro. Work, work. That's what I take from that, man. Put in that work while you still can, man. Man, this has been a beautiful episode, fellas. I truly appreciate it and love y'all for staying up with me this late, man. You know, I'm ready for the Super Bowl tomorrow. I don't know if y'all are, but I am hyped, man. I can't wait. I'm getting up early like I'm going to work tomorrow. 
I'm going. I'm, let me tell you how serious I'm, I'm going to see the Dream Girls tomorrow, the Broadway Dream Girls. So, but yeah. after that, I'm real ignorant. Yeah, I, let me. This is how serious I am. I'm going to church in the morning because I need God to do something <laughs> a little bit different for the Chiefs tomorrow. Oh, hey God, we're gonna sit in service. We're gonna talk about it a little bit. You know, I'm gonna listen to some word, and then we're gonna pray for the Kansas City Chiefs. Amen, so, bro. Hey, I'm gonna I'm send up a prayer for him as well. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, man, man, I, 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 like I said, bro, I truly love and appreciate y'all boys, man, for making time for me. This has been a tremendous episode, man. And until next time, this has been your boys at the Dynasty is Podcast, man. Signing off. This will not be the last time. Hopefully, we can get y'all something in after the Super Bowl and give y'all a recap episode to see. Yeah. You. Who all actually got the most right this year versus who didn't? Because you know, some people say they was right all the even, time. Some people I don't right. even want to talk about mine. <laughs> all I know is all I know I, know I, owe, I know I owe Henry about a hundred cases of water. That's all I'm about to say. All I know is it better be a it better be a fish tank in front of my door come Monday morning. <laughs> it better be it better be a 10 gallon at the door. Yeah, man. But like I said, man, until next time. This has definitely been your boys at the Dynasty Podcast. Myself, Darius Capers, my brother, Henry Capers, my other brothers, Alex Reed, Curtis Vincent, man. This has been another tremendous, tremendous episode. And uh, we don't even really know what else to say to y'all except enjoy that Super Bowl tomorrow, man. It's going to be one for the ages. Yeah. Salute. Love, peace. Love all y'all, man. Yeah.